Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Our friend Jamie Yukis is with us. Like all our guests, she is on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Hello to you. I want to talk serious here this first segment, continuing what we've been doing the uh, first two segments. I'll get you up to date. You may have seen this, but um, if you haven't, and for the audience, just join us now. One in three, this is a study from the federal government about teenage girls. One in three girls said they considered suicide. This is an increase of 60% from 10 years ago. This is from the CDC. 15% of teen girls said they were forced to have sex. That's an increase of almost 30% from two years ago. A little more data, and then I want you to chime in. Three in five teenage girls reported feeling so persistently sad or hopeless almost every day for at least two weeks in a row during the previous year. And then on suicides, 13%, according to the CDC data, 13% of teenage girls had attempted suicide. This is in our country. This is happening right now. This is frightening. It, it startles people to the core if they have daughters. Even if you don't fall into that category, you may be able to identify with it yourself from your own life when you're that age or friends. Or also, you just have compassion and empathy and are floored by how high these numbers are. Sounds like you're familiar with this study. What, what jumps out most to you? Yeah, we were talking about it on the morning show um, out here in Los Angeles the last couple of days. And, you know, I I think the one uh, thing that has changed, you know, rapidly is the introduction and explosion of social media. Um, And, you know, we were all talking about how I think every single young woman at some point has an issue with their body or isn't invited to a birthday or, you know, there's a group of mean girls that targets them. Like, no matter what clique you're in, it seems to be a stage of of growing up, being a woman. And, you know, um, who got their period and who didn't, who... You know, who's dating who, who's, who's gone through the, their body changes before other people. And um, I just can't imagine, Chad, I can't imagine because there were so many times I felt so sad, bullied, angry, 
um, without social media present that I don't know how these young women are able to go to school, deal with all of these pressures, um, and then come home and basically have just the same nastiness, bullying, you know, anger, vitriol thrown at them on their phone, you know, where they can go into their room, lock themselves in their room and just digest all of it, the mean comments and the, you know, all the hate that can that can be spun up. And, you know, I've heard from a number of my friends, you know, who are parents of teenage girls, just the level of language and and meanness that some of these groups throw at each other and they don't even realize the impact that they're having on one another. Um, You know, and I think it does go back to that idea sometimes of hurt people, hurt people, you know, by the time young women are Mm -hmm. teenagers, uh, like you, like you just said, there's maybe there's been some sexual pressure. Um, Maybe parents are now divorced and there's other people in the household Um, You know, your body has changed in a way you don't feel comfortable anymore. There's so many things um, that, you know, if you're in pain, it's it's sometimes a sport or fun to, like, you know, Mm -hmm. take it out on other people. And and if you're not taught how to manage that, um, you know, which which we do a terrible job, in my opinion, in this country of teaching uh, children how to process emotions effectively, um, because I think that's why we have so many bad relationships later in life. Um, you know, I being one person who didn't learn things that I needed to learn as a kid and took my childhood junk into adulthood and feel that I finally started to figure things out. But, man, it took a long time. Um, and I think all that gets kind of fast-forwarded for these teenage girls. Well, that's, um, I mean, that's such a good answer. And, and you, you make... So many good points. Let me <clears throat> apologize for that. On social media, Dave and I were just talking about that for about five, six minutes, you know, and our point was there are so many aspects of social media which are great, but the ones which are awful are vicious. And with all the things well before social media, which were different and sometimes an insurmount- the feeling of an insurmountable challenge when you're a young girl, for all the reasons you said, now are amplified by who knows how much. And for some, they can say, I will not be part of it. I will not do social media. But that is a lot easy. That is so much easier said than done because you're trying to figure yourself out. You're trying to fit in with your friends, maybe make more friends. A lot of times you're trying to live your own life, and for some reason, and you're right, maybe the ones who are hurting are disguising it because they're hurting themselves, and they're just picking at you, and they're picking at you. And another part of this is when families can be disconnected all over the place, when maybe parents don't see it as soon as they used to, maybe your availability of counselors is not the same it used to be, the availability for therapy is so much more prevalent for 20, 30, and 40-year-olds than it is for a 13-year-old, Jamie just builds up and builds up and just keeps getting worse. And I'm not, I, I, I hate to say this, but I don't know how optimistic I am that five years from now, we're going to feel like that notable, tangible, quantifiable progress has been made in this area. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so it's so hard, like you said, to know what to do. I mean, I'm also thinking, you know, I'm living this now, right? Where um, Doug has a son, and yep. uh, just between Doug's way of parenting and his ex-wife's way of parenting, they're not on the same page all the time. So I think. Yep. You know, kids also, it's like, you know, you can move between two households and you can hide a lot of stuff. And, you know, we know that there's a lot of divorced families out there. Um, you can hide your feelings. You can hide who you're talking to. You can hide if you're on social media at one house and not at the other. Um, you know, there's I, I think it really does. You know, unfortunately, I think parents have such a hard time right now anyway. You know, we talked through the pandemic about child care and the lack of, you know, availability, like you just said, of, of even during the pandemic, parents that wanted to get their kids into therapists, just the lack of availability of that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yep. So, so much is falling on the adults in these situations, um, you know, to really step up. And you know what? It is a lot harder to sit down with a child and say, I want to know how you're feeling right now. Because we all do it, right? Whether we're an adult or a kid, like, how was your day? It was good. Right. Oh, okay, yeah. great. Great. Yeah. And you move on. You do the small talk and you move on because everybody's busy. It is a yeah. lot harder to sit down and go, no, tell me, really, like, take me through your day. Who did you talk to? Who are you friends with right now? You know, what groups are you associating with? How is how's Ford's family? You know, I know that they're going through a divorce. Is Ford doing okay? You know, like, it's so much harder with how we have built our society and life now to be so busy and pack so much in 24 seven. Um, you know, and it used to be that we had these villages of people, right? Like we had aunts and uncles, we had cousins, we had all these people within our family. I think as couples have reduced the amount of children they've had or not had children at all, um, and moved across the country, you know, I see this even, with my brother. My brother's in Minneapolis with my sister-in-law and their new baby. I wish I was way more involved than I mm-hmm. am, yeah. but mm-hmm. my, right. life, yeah. my life isn't right. like that. And, and as, you know, my nephew becomes, you know, older and a teenager, like I'm, you know, that's, that's another, those are priorities we have to think about in life. How far away do I want to be? How much of a village do I want to be? How much support do my, you know, my siblings need? And I, I think we've become so invested in ourselves and how successful we all are, whatever, that we don't think about the overall family anymore and what could really be useful. Um, And so where do kids have to turn? If they can't turn to mom and dad, they don't necessarily have the best friend group. Maybe their friend's parents aren't involved. Teachers are stressed out. We've seen what the pandemic did to educators. I mean, I think there does have to be a real conversation and somewhat of an awakening in this country of like, what do we actually want our society to look like? Do we want our teenagers depressed and angry and and committing suicide? Or do we need to start building support systems because of all the other systems we've now created? Uh, All great points and all all difficult uh, questions to answer. Let's do this. Let's put you on hold, take a short break. I want to come back. I want to talk about deep fakes and what a concern I think those are also. Continuing with uh, Jamie Ucas here on CCO. So I saw, it seems to me, Jamie, I see a story about deep fakes, which leaves me very troubled about once every two weeks. There's there's this awful story about a Twitch streamer 
QT Cinderella. I'll be. I'll admit, I've never heard of this person before, but very well known. Uh, known for wholesome gaming and baking content. So what happened now? Because deep fakes are so prominent out there, and they're sinister individuals. <clears throat> what did some people do? Deep fake porn with her. You know, not her. Nothing to do with her. With the technology, and just completely turned her life upside down in a horrible way. I think the next five, ten years, with deep fakes in, who knows, our own personal lives, politically, uh, shaping stories out of nowhere. We already have so much misinformation out there. I know you've seen these videos. I've seen these videos. They take prominent people that you know and they're saying things you're like, well, that can't be them. It's not them. I think this is an enormous story that is in, unfolding in front of our eyes. Well, it's interesting, right? Like, as a journalist, I'm such a skeptic about everything anyway. And I know that I have even been duped sometimes into believing some of these videos that come out. Yeah, and I feel like sure. I'm a pretty skeptical person, you know? So I can only imagine the impact that it has on people who you know, don't have as much, don't have the same level of skepticism as I do or believe that, you know, things that are posted to certain media platforms are real. Um, yeah, I think it's, I think it truly is a danger to society. And I, I don't know how you stop it. I mean, our, our editing equipment has gotten so good. I can, I could edit whatever I wanted to on my phone, you know, at this yeah, point, right. Um, yeah. you know, in two seconds. So, I, it, again, I mean, it, it does kind of correlate to the conversation we were having before that I do believe we as a society have to, again, start talking about, you know, what we want. Like, what do we want our culture to be? What do we want society to look like? Like, what are what are our morals and values um, as Americans? And I don't know that anyone's on the same page about that, um, you know, so I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I got about two minutes left. I mean, let's let's just look. We're already so much of our society. You're either on my team or the other. I mean, the the, the presidential election is twenty months away, but we got Nikki Haley in there now. There'll be more. Yeah. I think there's going to be so much of this junk tie to yeah. deep fakes in politics. Where if let's say you're already you're on one team, so you're predisposed to not like that other person. Somebody makes it up and it looks so perfect, it will just add to the distrust between the teams as opposed to finding more commonality. Well, so that's I mean that's the thing. Does one party have to come out and say like you know we everything we do is 100 percent authentic and you can take apart you know all of these things and videos and and that we're running on that platform like you may not like what we're saying but you can at least believe what we're saying right (laughs) um i don't know you know i mean it it goes back to the whole discussion and and you've had plenty of it here over the last couple years on your show you know people don't it used to be 30 40 years ago everyone trusted scientists teachers police officers Right. You know, journalists were held to high regard. You know, you had it doesn't matter what profession. Now, if if you just those professions alone, um, if you break each one of them down, they've been politicized. 
you know, you can't, and, and that, that to me is wrong. That's why I'm saying, like, where are our morals and values, you know, like that we break everything yeah. into two camps, every single thing, whether you're, everything. you know, that's it. everything. That's it. It, it's like, it's I, an attack. you know, and I see it. It's yeah. Every, oh, and that's, I think people, you know, I, you know, even coworkers and, you know, family members and things, it's like, we don't give anybody the benefit of the doubt anymore. Or, or we don't, we don't say, I wonder what else is going on in their life. Or I wonder, right. you know, what they really meant by that. Or like, boy, she's always been a really loving person. She couldn't have meant that the way she sound, it sounded, right? No, we all tell ourselves stories. And it's so much easier to go to the negative that it's like yeah. I hear stories all day long that I'm debunking even between coworkers of like, I really don't right. think that's how she meant it. I no. really don't. I, like, I, I get that you've told yourself a story, but that's not true. Yep. No, really, really good stuff today. I got to jump in. Happy Valentine's Day. Have fun Happy with Doug, and uh, we'll talk. Day. Yeah, same to you. All right, we got to go. Uh, Linda's construction time check for this hour is 157. Any questions about your window? Windows, not just your window, all your windows. Check out Infinity from Marvin Windows. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.